Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today we are talking about distractions. What really are distractions? How they are holding you back and why they need to be minimized. We're going to talk about productivity over being busy. And finally, action steps we can take today to eliminate those distractions. So please, focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. And today we are on episode 6 of the 10 episodes about how to experience a massive change or shift. And today we will be talking about eliminating distractions. But before we wanted to get before we get in the episode, I'll just Wanted to let you in on something that's been going on in my life. So yesterday afternoon, I had a wisdom tooth removed. It was completely sideways and it was about to cause some problems. So my dentist referred me to a specialist and said, you need to get this thing taken out. So yesterday I go there and get put under, go get the minor surgery done. And then they put you in a bed when you go to wake up. And this is just something to to prove that I, I'm implementing this stuff every day. And I'm working on it and, and using these these tactics and tools on, on myself and my life. And when I was laying in bed waking up, usually you're pretty confused and, you know, they've given you some medication and antibiotics or an IV and you wake up after being put under. And the first word, as soon as I opened my eyes, the first thing was dedication. I am dedicated. And I processed what I was trying to create, my goals, my vision, boom, right away, right when I wake up. <laughs> and and I had slotted this this weekend to do some work, to record a podcast, write some notes, do some research, and I was dedicated to that. So as soon as I woke up, I made sure that that was on my mind and that that's what I'm dedicated to. So I got a pretty swollen face here and I got an ice bag going on, so hopefully I don't sound too strange and I'm able to get through this with uh, talking fairly fluently and yeah so I thought I'd just share that with you but anyways getting into the episode uh, eliminating distractions so what are distractions there's many types of distractions ranging from distractions caused by technology such as their smartphones computers tv netflix internet to human distractions like friends or family to area distractions such as a loud house, a loud office, a cluttery space, dirty work office, to task distractions such as multitasking, performing tasks that aren't important, being too busy but not completing important tasks. Although all of these items occupy our time away from our important tasks, I agree with this quote I found. I I didn't see who, who actually quoted it, but... I really love it and I truly, truly believe that this is the main distraction. So the quote is, distraction at its core is the confusion about what matters. I'll say that again. Distraction at its core is the confusion about what matters. So not being clear on what needs to get done, not being clear on what our priorities are, we tend to multi multitask and try and get everything done when really we need to narrow our focus on very few things at a time. On average, a person has 15 to 18 to-do tasks during their day that they're scattered trying to accomplish, trying to chip away at. 
And a study at Vanderbilt University revealed a 40% drop in efficiency on average, which could be up to three hours a workday wasted when multitasking. That's crazy. <laughs> and I've, I've fallen victim to this. And since working on this and cleaning it up in my life, I've, I've noticed a massive difference about becoming laser focused on one or very few things rather than trying to get absolutely everything done. All, some examples that were and are distractions in my life just to share what I get distracted with and what I've also overcome getting distracted with is a phone just like probably 99% of everyone else there's apps there's social media I try to very limit my social media I've always been kind of off the radar with social media but it still nags at me every now and then my friends more so in the past I previously didn't allow any time for growth or new results or anything because I would just in my spare time get together with my friends and party Every weekend, all the time, we'd go go do fun things, we'd go party, and there was no time for growth, there was no time for evolution, there was no time to create new results in my life, although I absolutely loved doing it, it was a blast, but it wasn't getting me to where I wanted to go. Uh, multitasking, uh, wanting to search something online, when an idea would come to my mind, I would get so occupied, I, would, I wouldn't be aware of my thoughts, and I'd get an idea in my head, and then I would go search it online or, or, or check the score of a game or something like that. I would just get sidetracked so easily, not knowing that it was taking away from my productivity. TV was one that, uh, that I've completely eliminated, actually. I'll watch a movie every now and then with Jess, but I used to watch a lot of sports. I, I, I find it so fascinating how so many people almost link their identity to sports teams their hometown heroes their hometown teams and they link their identity you're not part of that sports team you're not on the team yes it's fun to to follow and watch but so many people get absolutely consumed by this that they don't give themselves time in their lives to be productive to accomplish what they want i'm not saying watching sports is a bad thing in fact if i get to go to an oilers game or whatever i i thoroughly enjoy it but in my life, I, I saw that that was a distraction and I chose to eliminate it. I eliminated all TV and I can get so much more done with the time I spent watching TV. So that was an example, a, a big example that's, that's really helped me be more productive. Uh, one that I've kind of shaken as well was excess gym time. I was distracted by an obsession of being a certain physique in the gym it wasn't it wasn't necessarily healthy you know it was more ego than anything and once I well once I was able to realize that that was kind of taking away from prep my precious time and it wasn't necessary I realized it was it was a distraction and I was able to cut back on my gym time uh, and again the to-do list or chores, trying to get everything done, I would make sure I'd have a to-do list and I would always do every item. And I was, I wouldn't prioritize things. I just had a to-do list and I would just do everything. But during, that wouldn't leave any time for my own work, for my self-development, for any of that. And one that I'm currently working on that's still a distraction is I need to get better at cooking and preparing 
preparing in advance, so cooking meals in advance, like that, that it's a distraction to my time during the week. If I'm cooking all the time during the week after work, after the gym, trying to fit in this kind of work, it's just a lot going on, and I think I can prioritize that better and and delegate some time on the weekend to to put towards that. So that's something I'm personally working on. But as you can see, distractions kind of vary. And they are essentially anything that slow you down or prevent you from achieving your goals. On average, if you can minimize distractions, you can earn an extra two hours on your day. So that I guarantee you, if you haven't been aware of your distractions, that you are aimlessly wasting two hours minimum of your day on these distractions. That two hours can be converted into an extra 30 full 24 hour days. 30 extra days. If you break that down even farther to eight hour time slots, that is 98 hour time slots. That is out of control. Think about how much you can get done in 98 hour time slots. That is wild. So we need to be aware of where we're focusing our time, how we're getting distracted. So how are distractions holding you back? I think that distractions are the not so obvious dream killers. If we don't get a hold of our distractions, progressing our life is going to be so difficult. You will notice that if you are someone who is easily distracted, you probably are not getting the results you want to get in your life. Keep in mind that time is fixed and we have to use our energy and focus wisely. Doing less effective tasks will use both our precious time and energy. What do I mean by less effective tasks? Less effective tasks are not being present while doing a task. So getting distracted throughout while you're trying to do something. You keep getting side tasks, sidebars. Or a less effective task could be something that is not a priority. The less effective task is actually a distraction to your priorities. So just doing things, doing tasks that aren't necessarily the ones that are important that are going to move the needle. So there's a quote by Michael Hyatt, and he says, focusing on everything means focusing on nothing. And I love that. If you don't have the clear focus, if you're just all over the map, you're not you're you're going to get scattered all over the map results. You need to know what your priorities are. You need to know what to focus in on. That being said, let's become aware of what distractions are creating are creating in our lives and why they are holding us back. So number one, I want to really emphasis, put strong emphasis on this. They occupy our mind. Distractions occupy our focus, which lowers our creativity. Creativity is the juice that will help us surrender average. It is necessary to dream, think, and create in bigger and better ways than before. Distractions will kill this creative flow. And not only that, but they will often leave us in a lower spot than before. I, a personal example here, I honest to God did not think I was a creative person for like my entire life after high school. I kept hearing, oh, use your creativity, be creative with things. And I was like, man, I don't have that. I'm not creative in anything. I don't, I don't have a creative spark. I can't create anything. And that was this little, this crappy limiting belief. And it was really until I, I honestly gave myself time and space to discover myself and discover my talents 
that I could let this creativity blossom and, and, and grow. And so when we're distracted all the time, we don't, these distractions occupy our mind. They occupy our focus. They take us away from, from what our potential can create. So we have to be aware that, that these distractions are occupying our mind. Distractions make us less productive. That one's pretty obvious. Uh, distractions take away alone time. So as I was saying, the, the, they, they, they occupy our focus and our mind. It takes away our alone time. In today's busy technological world, we don't give ourselves time to be alone with our thoughts or our minds. It is literally uncomfortable for people to be with themselves, to be alone. You see it all the time, people standing in lines. As soon as they're alone for one second, as soon as there's that little bit of awkwardness, they're quick to pull out their phone. They look at their phone face down. It's incredible. No one can just stand there. No one can just be. No one can just be present, even if it's a bit uncomfortable. Alone time is, is an opportunity for growth, for self-discovery, even if you're in line at a grocery store. Learn to be present. Learn to be there. That kind of segues into the next one is distractions take away from the present. They take away from living in the now. We're not experiencing everything. We're not experiencing life unfold right now in this moment, even if it's not that exciting. We revert to a distraction because it's easy, because it's a bit more, we'll think we'll get a bit more gratification from it. It'll be a bit more entertaining for us. We need to learn to practice, to be present to listen, to be there, be aware of our thoughts. Distractions create a busy environment. Now, we are always doing something, even if it's not an effective task. This day and age, we're always busy, always doing something. This leads us to feeling overwhelmed and like we can't get enough done or don't have enough time. We're busy because we're just doing shit. We're doing random, aimless shit all the time. We're busy. We're doing these crappy tasks. Oh, here, here, this is on my to-do list. Or I'm busy with looking at emails. Or You make yourself busy through distractions, but you're not even busy. You're not even doing productive things. And I've fallen and fall victim to this as well. So I'm speaking to myself when I say all this stuff as well. But it creates that busy environment that is just not beneficial to us distractions subconsciously build a habit to take the easy way out now this is this is really the silent killer when we always when we get distracted we're building a habit we're building a habit to take instant gratification rather than achieve long-term satisfaction we take these actions every day and without realizing the harm it's causing us we are deconstructing our grit, our willpower, our resiliency and dedication that it takes to evolve our lives. We always take that easy way out. We always take that instant gratification that these distractions bring us. We jump to them. We just revert back to them. We're not creating the willpower of pushing through, doing tasks we don't want to do, getting things done that are priorities. We take the easy way out and in turn that is subconsciously building a habit that is going to destroy our potential of achieving more. So that's kind of just the ways that, that distractions are holding us back, holding us back from the next level. And I want to, I want to go over on a bit of a deeper level of how being productive is 
different than being busy. I kind of mentioned that before. I want to dive a bit deeper on that. So Michael Hyatt again has this quote, recognize productivity is not about getting more things done. It's about getting the right things done. Again, having that right focus, having the clear focus, recognize productivity is not about getting more things done. It's about getting the right things done. First off, you'll always be more productive if you can consistently rest, recover, and energize rather than squeeze in as many tasks in a day as possible. And again, if you're squeezing in those tasks, you're probably scattered. You're probably only doing a bit, little chunks of each one, and you're not actually moving the needle. You're not actually getting shit done. So there's kind of seven steps behind the rest, recover, and energize. There's sleep. And this stuff is stuff we always hear, but this is common sense, but not common practice. If you want to evolve your life, if you want to surrender your average life, if you want more, you need to do this absolutely every single day. This needs to be a habit in your life. There's no ways around it. There's no other way around achieving success, achieving a happier, more fulfilled life if you can't do these seven things. So one is sleep. Trying to get that eight hours of sleep every day, good, solid sleep, uninterrupted sleep. It's a habit. It's all it is. It's it's commitment. It's dedication. Going to bed at the same time. Mark it in your calendar, whatever it is. Go to bed at that same time that will allow you to get around that eight-hour mark of sleep. Nutrition. Changing your diet. And it's not a diet. It's not a fad diet. It's not... There's so many damn diets out there. There's no full scientific proven facts behind these diets. Yes, it it seems that as the years go on, science counteracts each diet that was once good. So you have to manipulate your nutrition so that you're eating food that just makes you feel good and energized. You don't feel sluggish after. You're eating whole foods. You're not eating chemically altered foods. You have to get your nutrition right if you want to be productive, if you want to have that mental clarity. Three is movement and exercise. So again, at least minimally going for a walk, getting some fresh air. If it's cold, going to the gym, walking on the treadmill, There's going to yoga. There's thousands of ways to implement movement and exercise into your day, and it needs to happen. It needs to happen. Uh, number four, connect with people, uplifting human interactions, having positive conversations, talking about goals, talking about what you want to create, not talking about catastrophic news and these bad instances and what's awful and gossip. I'm talking about connection with uplifting interactions. Number five is play, doing things you like, whether that be going out golfing, going out skiing. Do it, going for a walk, going to the park, playing frisbee, whatever it may be, implementing play into your life. Number six, reflection, daily reflection, whether it be reading, journaling, meditation, prayer, whatever it is, getting that sense of slowing down, that calmness into your day is really, really crucial to have a productive day, to have productivity, to reset your mind so it's not scrambled. And number seven, unplug. Learn to unplug the TV, the phone, the Netflix, whatever it is. Unplug. Go a bit old school. It's amazing what that can do for you. 
So those are the seven steps of rest, recover, and energize that I believe are necessary to to be more productive throughout your days. We need to learn to say no. So again, if if you have a trouble if you have trouble saying no, that's gonna that's gonna amplify that busy lifestyle. You're gonna be busy all the time because you're always trying to please people. Saying yes all the time is a massive distraction to your effective tasks. You have priorities. You need to be productive. You can't always be saying yes to other people. It is going to make you less productive. It's not rude. You just have to be bl- blunt and honest and say, I'm sorry, I have X, Y, and Z to do and I've, I'm holding myself accountable. I need to follow through on this. As mentioned earlier, on average, people have 18 tasks to do during the day. We want to try and get that number to three. Imagine how much focus and energy you could put on those three tasks in your if your mind wasn't scattered all over those 18 other tasks. Now, on a day-to-day basis, this is what you would like ideally want to shoot for. You're still going to have probably your morning and evening tasks, which are going to include more tasks such as looking at email, getting getting your daily routine going, doing the things you need to do in the morning and evening. But during the day, if you could just focus in on three things and spread your energy to three things rather than those 18, that's going to be massive. That's going to be absolutely huge. You could put so much more focus in that. An example that uh, I actually picked up from Ed Milet, he he says he builds three days into one. So he'll he'll have many days just to make sure he could fit in as much as many tasks in a day. And I've kind of taken this on in my life and I have my my morning routine to the end of my my day job work and that's my day one. And when I and I accomplish everything I need to accomplish there through that day one. And then day two is a reset. I come home and I reset my mind. I reset everything. I go to the gym. I re I that rejuvenates my energy. And then I'm able to come home, eat eat a healthy meal, and do some more work on my on my passion. And structuring those two days, I'm able to get so much more done because I'm almost reborn into a new day when I get home. When I would normally would have been maybe tired or ready to almost start winding her down. Now it's a kickstart of a whole new day. And on the weekends, I sometimes break it up into three days. I have my morning routine, my morning work. Then I have my midday, which could be going to the gym, being productive around the house, my my three main tasks on the weekend in those days. And then the evening day is allocated to a bit of rest, re- recover, and energize, whether that be hanging out with Jess, going on a date, or whatever. So that's kind of a little tip that uh, that I've implemented into my life to be more productive and it helps me because it amplifies my focus. It doesn't I'm not just being busy. I'm not just doing things. I have clear focus. I have clear intent on what I need to get done and I've broken that down to less than those three tasks. So now I want to give some action steps to eliminate distractions. I kind of came up with 10 action steps to eliminate distractions to to cap off this this episode. So number one, become clear on two things, why you revert to distractions on a regular basis. On the surface, and I really want you to dive deeper on this, really analyze this, because on the surface, we're just going to say, oh, well, I'm bored. Oh, well, you know, I want I want that instant satisfaction of looking at social media, whatever. But it could actually be something buried a bit more deep. 
It could be linked to fear of more responsibility. What if you do these more tasks? What if you commit more? Are you going to have more work? Are you going to be excelling more in your life? And now you're not going to have this comfortable life that you're used to. Really dig deep and understand if there's a hidden meaning there. And after you know why you get distracted, ask and I recommend journaling this whole process. Journal about why you want to use your time better. Why, why do you not want to get distracted? What do you want to create differently in your life? What, what can you see with those 30 extra 24-hour days, 90 extra 8-hour time slots that's a lot of freaking time. What can you? What would you like to see in your life if you can replace distractions with more productive actions? So journal that, get that out of your head, and understand the whys. Number two, after you after you know your whys, write out all the distractions you have fallen victim to over the last year. On the ones that occupy the most time, right beside what you will do instead, as I kind of just mentioned, what what will you do? What will you replace that with? So this exercise is to get absolutely every distraction out that you've done in the last, let's say, year. Get them all out. And the ones that, that you picture yourself reverting to the most, really dive in on those because that's where we can replace that time with something productive. So become clear on what your biggest distractions are and then get clear on what you want to replace replace the time with of something more productive. Number three, get a big calendar and be loyal to it. I literally have a like two foot by foot and a half calendar on my dining room table that I schedule everything in. You need to map out your plan and get it out of your head. If you want to be productive, this is a way of getting things on paper. Like I said, those three tasks, write them out, write them on your calendar. But don't shoot for the stars. Be realistic because everything you write on that calendar, you want to hold yourself to. It can't be, this can't be an exercise where you just let things slide. If it's on the calendar, it has to get done. You will build self-confidence and you'll build your own integral relationship with this if you stick to what's on your calendar. And if you can create the habit of doing this, once it's on the calendar, you'll be amazed at how much more stuff you get done. It's incredible. So I highly recommend, it doesn't need to be a big calendar. I just like, I'm a very visual person and it helps me a lot to see. It maps out what I need to get done. <clears throat> Number four, become aware of your thoughts. This is a huge one. Again, being aware and being conscious is kind of the whole basis of personal development and and amplifying your life when you when you have more awareness you have more control of your life so before we actually take this distracted action or revert to a distraction there's an idea that stems from a thought before anything before we do the action there's first a thought an example of this is i could be working away writing something and I'll get this little thought pops in my head. Oh, I wonder what the score in the hockey game is. You know, and 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 before I would have just pulled out my phone and checked it out. I wouldn't I wasn't aware of those thoughts. I would just be like, "Oh yeah, like what is the score?" Or you're working away and you get a thought of, "Oh man, I wonder if there's any more Thanksgiving turkey left in the fridge." And then all of a sudden you you're going to the fridge to go grab a turkey and sit down and eat eat a little snack. And without, without the awareness of these thoughts, you just, you just do them because 
let's remember that our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings create our actions, and our actions create our results. So if we're not in control of our thoughts, we have a thought, a thought, oh, I'm hungry, oh, I wonder if there's food, now all of a sudden we, we get the feeling of hunger. We have the feeling of hunger, so we take the action of going to get the turkey. We get the turkey, and our result is now we're distracted. So that's the formula. It, it helps so many things in life. Once we can have that awareness on our thoughts, the thought can come in. But once you have awareness, now you can say, no, I'm staying committed. I, this happens to me when I'm working all the time. I will still get the random thoughts come in, but instead of instead of aimlessly listening to them and instead of listening to that to that thought on a subconscious level and just going to do it all of a sudden my awareness is more and i will choose to ignore that thought i will choose to continue to work when we're aware of our thoughts we can consciously choose to listen to them or not and this will help us stay in a workflow and be much more productive i i i live by this like the awareness on my thoughts has literally been one of the biggest keys in my transformation and productivity. So that is a massive one. Number five, don't tempt yourself. Don't tempt yourself by having distractions nearby. Don't buy food you will like to snack on and get distracted by. Don't bring your phone into your workspace or turn off your notifications on your phone. These are simple things that we all know, again, common sense, but not common practice. We still don't do them. If we really have meaning behind what we want to do, we have to take these little steps. We have to do these little precautions. Turn off notifications. Don't bring the phone in. Don't buy snacks we're going to snack on. It's, it's simple stuff, but it actually works. Number six, eliminate multitasking prioritize important or meaningful tasks and perform those tasks until completion. Even fully knocking one item off our to-do list or out of our priorities will give us that momentum. It'll make that dent and it will build momentum. So prioritize stuff that's important or meaningful to us. If we struggle with our everyday to-do list, here's a simple example. Write out all the things that we have to do pen and paper, write them all out, all 18, all however many there are. And then beside each task, write the meaning or importance to you. So if it's cleaning the house, the meaning could be because it brings me a sense of fulfillment and I'm able to be more productive or I'm able to get more work done because there's a clean house that's not weighing on me. Now all of a sudden there's more meaning on that. That could have more meaning than going outside to rake the leaves because your meaning might be so I can impress the other neighbors. So it looks like we have a clean house. You know, once you're true and honest to your meanings and and the importance of your tasks, it's going to be easier to choose those top three. So that's just a simple task to eliminate the multitasking and prioritize important and meaningful tasks. Number seven, during your effective tasks, take regular breaks. Again, instead of aimlessly getting caught up to take the break on the phone or whatever, you can schedule your breaks. You need to get water. You need to go for a little, get some movement into you, clear your mind, you know, deep breathing for a minute. And it's amazing what that can bring to your effectiveness and your tasks. Number eight, follow the seven steps of rest, recover, and energize throughout your daily lives. And I really, you know, everything I'm saying here, I'm not saying that you need to do throughout this whole podcast. You don't need to do everything I'm saying. 
but you need to try to implement some of the things, build momentum, and then keep trying more. You know, these 10 steps to how to experience a massive shift or a massive change in your life. There's no way in hell that I'm, I'm expecting you to do everything, but I am expecting you to try and implement some things, experiment what works, what doesn't work, and then you'll get some momentum. And then you can listen to another podcast episode or revert back to one and try more. So in, in, in the seven steps to rest and recover and energize, the two that should never vary are sleep and nutrition. You need to be getting proper sleep and nutrition. You don't have a chance at being productive or being clear without that. And the other five are just bonus. Getting that movement and exercise, connecting with people, play, reflection, and unplugging. All very important. But please get that sleep and nutrition. Number nine, start living with a sense of urgency. We have one life, one shot. No getting a better life is not easy, but it's during the time we spend on these distractions that we can start to put time to our dreams and goals, and it has to start now. Live with some urgency. We have one life. We have one life, one shot at it. Let's make it count. Bring in that sense of urgency and start on this stuff now. And number 10, have faith. Faith that giving up something you enjoy will not make your life worse or less enjoyable. Having faith that making these changes will lead you to more fulfillment and long-term happiness. Have that faith. Have that belief. So I want to leave you with a few words, but eliminating distractions, it's, it's, it's a process. It's, it, it's something that you can build and get better at and slowly gain the habit of not reverting to these distractions become aware of your thoughts and your actions do not continue to live an average life filled with aimless distractions you are worthy of so much more the time we spend on distractions is the time it takes to work on our visions our dreams our destiny have some urgency take control of your time and energy take the necessary actions to be productive and watch your average life dissolve. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope you have an amazing day. See ya.